This is a space for anyone raising humans and trying to find time to raise themselves in the process. The myths of motherhood are loud out there. This unrealistic motherhood culture we find ourselves in is toxic to our souls. It imprisons our progress, stunts our growth, and breeds limiting beliefs that altogether keep us overwhelmed. It's my mission to push the eject button on this crazy ride and help you find peace with your process. Through mentors and mistakes, I have learned that we have way more power and permission than we realize. I believe Jesus didn't just die to give us everlasting life in heaven. He died to give us abundant life, a full life right here on earth, right now in the midst of your sleepless nights and your Cheerio-covered kitchen. I don't know about you, but I felt like I didn't qualify for that kind of full kingdom life while in the throes of motherhood. Listen to me, mama. You have access to all that Jesus died to give you. You're called to kingdom things even now, even when you can't remember the last time you read your Bible or when you say bad words under your breath after stepping on yet another Lego. Mothering is hard and overwhelm is real and understandable, but it does not have to be your every single day. I want to help you out of the wind and the waves of overwhelm and into the peace of overflow through super practical things like decluttering, simplifying your life, making your home work for you, to mental work like ditching the pressure of perfection and comparison, defeating those toxic thoughts, and learning about yourself, how you tick, and what brings you to life. We're covering it all. If it's not real, raw, and helpful, it is not allowed. Fullness is in front of you. Let's go get it together. You're listening to The Fullness Show. Welcome to another episode of The Fullness Show. So glad you're here with me today. I'm talking about something that is usually reserved for the holiday season. Um, I picture this word surrounded by pumpkins and leaves and turkeys and things like that. And today we are talking about gratitude. Um, This is something that I so desperately want to be a part of my everyday um, rhythm and my everyday um, processing when it comes to making decisions or facing hard things or um, just having relationship with people in general. Gratitude is like a superpower. And the more I study it, the more that I dive into it and look up just different facts about it and studies done on it. Um, I just realized it's literally like a medicine for your soul, um, and for your body and for your home and your culture and your home. And it's just a beautiful habit to, um, incorporate in the way that you operate as a person, but then also raise tiny humans. And, um, so yeah, we're going to dive in. So today, as we talk about gratitude, um, we're going to do a two-part episode, I think, because there's just so much to this, and it's really only going to scrape the surface, but maybe it can get our wheels turning on how we can actually implement this and start to actually take action and practice this really powerful um, change um, in our world and in our, our own lives. And so today we're going to talk about um, what gratitude is and what it is not. And we're going to try to break it down a little bit. So today, 
let's dive into what gratitude is not. Okay. Um, we are going to go deep. We're going to talk a little bit. It might be a little like corrosive. Like it may like bug you a little bit. It may, it may rub on some areas. You're like, dang, that doesn't feel good. Um, but let it happen because I feel like this is going to be really good for us. Um, and it's going to rub some rough edges down and maybe critique our, ourselves a little bit on what we do and what we don't do when it comes to gratitude. So let's talk about what gratitude is not. Gratitude is not a feeling. Okay. Gratitude is much deeper and is, it is sometimes, um, uh, something that is not a automatic response to something happening. Um, it's not easy either. And it is also not a natural born gift. Like it's not just something that, you know, our kids just have, you know, like they're like athleticism. They're not just naturally good at being grateful. Um, they have to be taught. They have to be taught over and over and over and over again, how gratitude works and how to operate in it until it becomes part of them, until it becomes, um, so instilled in them that it is, it's a natural response to something. And so let's talk about what gratitude is. Um, I believe gratitude is a choice. I believe it takes work. I believe it takes practice. I believe it's habit forming and it just takes time. Um, and I believe that when we do this and when we really dive into to operating in gratitude in all areas of our lives, um, we will see a significant shift and change in our relationships for one, our health um, I think it affects our mental health, our physical health. I think we'll see a shift in our home with our children, um, with our parenting, um, with the way that we um, buy things, <laughs> the way that we take things in, the way that um, we take care of things in our home, um, the way that we love other people and help other people. I think gratitude stirs so much to the surface that's good, um, like generosity, um, just, you know, looking out for people, being, being willing to, um, to immediately sacrifice for somebody else. Um, I think it's just a beautiful, powerful gift, um, that we have to learn and intentionally develop in ourselves so that we can in turn infuse that into our family culture and into our children as well. So I looked up online, just doing a little bit of research and found a couple articles on gratitude. There's a ton out there. Um, but one of them I came across, uh, was really interesting. It was talked about the three different types of gratitude. And so I'm going to break those down for you really quick. Number one is the effective trait, basically meaning um, the overall tendency to have a grateful disposition. So this is the person, this is, I kind of picture these people in my head. So these three types of people, um, the effective trait is the person who just, who exudes gratitude. Um, they're very happy. They, um, they go through hard things. Obviously it's not, it's not a toxic positivity. It is a lifestyle. It is a, um, a mentality. It is a, uh, disposition that they put off and that they do naturally that just comes out of them. Um, that it doesn't matter what's going on. They have an overall tendency to be grateful. 
in whatever they're doing. Um, they may have a hard moment, they may have a hard minute, and it's and they you know react to that and it's real. But then they move into gratitude. Um, I see that as like the goal. Like I want to live like that. Um, number two is mood, daily flux, fluctuations, and overall gratitude. So um, it's a it's. Um, habit rhythm that you fall into like at dinner time we all get grateful for what we have we talk about you know thank you god for this food and we thank you for our home and we thank you for bedtime when we're praying or we're talking to our kids or we're tucking them in or um there's this fluctuation happening in the day that brings a mood about and the gratitude gets stirred up number two or number three um, is an emotion is the emotion uh type and it's temporary feeling of gratitude that one may feel after receiving a gift or a favor done by a friend. Um, this is something that um, our kids operate in first. I feel like this is the first layer of the gratitude um, planting um, real as parents, like really like making sure that our kids, when they immediately receive something or immediately somebody's done something for them, their next response. It's an emotional response and it is to be grateful or thankful and to say it, right? Um, we all, I say this a lot to my kids, but, um, you know, when we, when they've been given something or it's a, they've been given a compliment or, um, they've, um, I don't know, just whenever, whenever a thank you or something like that is required in the moment, um, if it, I always tell them, I was like, if I didn't hear it, it doesn't count. So if you didn't say it loud and say it proud, it doesn't count. Like it just because it came out of your mouth doesn't mean that it made it to the ears of the hearer and that it made a moment happen. And so, um, I feel like this falls into that category too. Your gratitude coming out, a thank you, or coming out in in words or in action. If it doesn't come out, it doesn't make a moment happen. It doesn't imprint on the other person. It doesn't count, and the exchange and the full power of gratitude doesn't actually happen. And so, um, these are the three types or three traits that um, I looked up and was was kind of researching and thinking through. And I think a lot of us fall into you know type two and type three emotion and mood um, because um, if you do a little more research, there's actually been um, some uh, psychology uh, studies done on the difference between thankfulness and gratitude, um, and it's come down to the understanding that thankfulness or, or, or being thankful is actually more of an emotion and a feeling, but gratitude is an action. And I love that so much because that gives, that gives direction for what we have felt and what we have experienced, but not really sure how to like land the plane and know, know what's what. And so I felt thankful before I felt thankful and I've, you know, had those moments. Um, and I've had those moments of feeling that after a text message has come through or after, you know, somebody's done something or whatever. Um, but let the day get away. And I forgot to like reach out and say, Hey, thank you so much for doing that. That meant the world to me. I so appreciate you and blah, blah, blah. And just really take action in, in the moment of feeling thankful. Um, and I think that that is something that, um, we do as adults who have been raised in that way of like, Hey, you need to, you know, say, thank you. Um, show your, show your gratitude, show your, um, thankful heart. But I think that, um, we kind of get away from, uh, the, 
the reality that gratitude is supposed to actually be so much more than a response to an emotion. Um, gratitude is actually supposed to be something that in the beginning of our lives we grow, you know, as, as children, we learn the emotional response. We learn the mood. We learn, you know, we sit down and we say grace and we say thank you. We, we sit down and we do this and we say thank you. We write thank you notes for our birthday gifts. We go hug, you know, each, you know, family member after Christmas gifts. And we, you know, we, we have these habits. We have these traditions, you know, of responding to something with gratitude. But what happens when, you know, the thing, not everything's going well? What happens after a really sucky day? What happens after, you know, your car gets totaled and this happens and this happens and this happens and it just feels like there is nothing to be grateful for? Um, And we just got hit again and again and again. And it's just like, I can't get my head above the waves and blah, blah, blah. blah. And we just, we just exude this. Um, toxic and kind of, you know, just poison out of our mouths when things are not going well. And the natural response is to stay there because we don't see or feel anything different. But as adults and as, as people who are after fullness and those of us who are chasing after and walk and, de- and determining to walk in the fullness that Jesus has given us, um, we have to make a decision on how we are going to live and operate in kingdom mindset rather than the world's mindset, because you have every right in a bad day, in a bad moment to say all the things, to be mad, to be frustrated, to be fed up, to list the things that have happened that are not great. And that, you know, you can let your sarcasm and your, your, um, you know, frustration just kind of fill the room. You have every right. And the world would say, absolutely. Like that's a sucky day. And you should, you know, make a meme and share this on social media and tell it about blah, blah, blah. And let this be like this just brewing storm, you know, in your home. But instead, the kingdom mindset, the the fullness mindset says, whoa, feel it. Absolutely. This has been a rough day. Absolutely. Um, you have every right to feel upset and to feel this and this and this and to, and to, to mount it all up. But are you going to lay down your rights and are you going to choose to walk in the love and the forgiveness and the mercy and the grace that you've been shown and choose to let gratitude come to the surface. And what I mean by that is, um, and like I said, this is not toxic positivity. This is not us being like, it's fine. It's all rainbows. And I'm so grateful that I have this and this and this and just lying to yourself. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about feeling the hard, feeling the moment where where you feel like it's just not going well. And this is really hard and this is really frustrating and this is not fair. And letting the letting your humanity be there. Like be human, be real. Don't hide the pain. Don't hide the struggle. But how can we, as Jesus followers and as fullness seekers, how can we stop the cycle before it gets too far, before the snowball rolls too far down the mountain? How can we stop and say, but in the middle of this, I'm going to remind my soul of who you are, God. 
because I've seen you do this before in my life. And I've seen you do this. And I'm grateful that I've seen this. And I'm grateful that you did this. And I'm grateful that I'm going to see this happen. And you start listing out the things that you have to be grateful for. It could be the smallest things. Um, there's a beautiful book by um, Ann Voskamp that's uh, called 1,000 Gifts. And she talks about literally like naming and listing out a thousand blessings, a thousand gifts that she had could be grateful for. And it like went down to the, even the, the bubbles in her sink as she was washing dishes. I'm grateful for bubbles. They're really cool. And my kids love them and they're pretty and like would name off those things. And I think that if we can start to truly take hold of our moments and especially the hard ones, especially when it's not normal, especially when it feels like against the natural, against the grain. It's so kingdom. It's so kingdom. It's the way that he, he's so backwards, the way that God does things. It's so upside down because it just goes against all the things that you think that you should have and do, um, in the natural. Um, but if we could go there, if we could go there and learn that, truly learn how to feel all the feelings, to be human, to be real, to to be there, but to then stop yourself and take a deep breath and start intentionally saying what you're grateful for. And let that be what your kids see at the end of the hard moment. We saw the hard moment. We watched mom and dad process, and now we're watching them get to a point where they are breathing again and their blood pressure is back to normal and their stress levels going down because they have chosen to live in a fullness mindset of saying, but God, you are still good. And I will be grateful for what I have seen. And I will speak out what I want to see happen. I will get grateful before I even see it happen. Guys, that is worship. (laughs) that is so powerful and it is so life-giving and it truly changes the atmosphere in the room. It changes the home. It changes everything that's going on because you have now shifted the culture of your home from being toxic and negative and, and stating what you see And from that to going into the depths of your soul and pulling to the surface, priming that pump of gratitude and letting that come out, which is just gold. And you've, you've literally like welcomed the presence of God in your home because you are worshiping and you don't have to sing or have music going to worship that right there. The overflow of a grateful heart is worship and it's beautiful and it's powerful and it will change everything. Friend, I'm so glad you were here with me today during this episode. If you're ready for more and want to start taking some action steps on what you've heard today, I want you to join a really special community called the Fullness Show community. It's a free, positive, and life-giving group of women just like you who are taking brave steps out of their overwhelm and into their fullness of overflow. And I want to see you in there. You are not alone, girl. Let us show you. To join the group, go to facebook.abbyhaggard.com. I can't wait to meet you in there. Thanks again for listening to The Fullness Show.